men should try to help out as much as they can uh, because I think it goes a long way for a woman not feeling depleted physically at first and for her feeling like she has a partner and for women to be cognizant that uh, there is another parent, that it's not just her. In other words, you know, don't don't make the father now feel like he doesn't belong uh, to a family. This week, Dr. Karen Sherman joins us again to discuss a new study that shows parental leave can have a positive effect on the marriage. But the amount of time that you take also plays a role, and we discuss it in full detail. Stay tuned. Hi, I'm going to keep this short. If you're new to the podcast, welcome. You should know that we have a website, hitchedmag.com, with thousands of articles, our complete podcast archive with over 500 episodes, a free weekly newsletter, and more. If you like this podcast, please leave a rating or review to help encourage others to join. And without further ado, enjoy. everybody. Welcome back. This is Steve Cooper, editor-in-chief of HitchedMag.com. I am joined once again by the brilliant, the original Dr. Karen Sherman. Hi, Karen. Hi, Steve. Hello. Uh, Karen is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for more than 30 years. You can get uh, more information about Karen and all the wonderful things that she does at her website, DrKarenSherman.com. Um Today, we're going to talk about something, uh, a new study that I just came across, and I'm going to raise the question of, can parental leave save marriages? Um, And so there was a study uh, where it showed fathers taking parental leave to spend time with their newborn child are 25% less likely to see their marriages or relationships end within the next few years. Um, I'll provide a couple more details. So... Uh, This study came out of Ball State University, and it looked at data from the early childhood longitudinal study. I think we've actually covered this in other things where people have pulled data from it, uh, birth cohort. Um, So this study contained a nationally representative sample of about 14,000 children born in the U.S. in the year 2001. Uh, The information was then whittled down to a sample size of about 6,000 couples. Um, and then the researchers, as I mentioned above, found that couples were 25% less likely uh, to end their relationship in the first six years following the birth of a child when a father took leave as compared to couples where fathers did not take leave. Um, I can think of a lot of reasons why uh, these results would be true. Um, one being that the father has a better bond and an understanding of the newborn. Uh, one might be that the father has a better job, allowing for parental leave, putting less stress on the couple in general. What are your quick take uh, quick takeaways when you when you hear something like this or this uh, when you heard about this study and the results? 
my immediate takeaway was that if he takes leave and he's there to share in the responsibility, um, the wife feels supported, feels more like they're a partnership, might actually be getting some more sleep, and so therefore is less resentful. And um, therefore, since she's less resentful, is in acting out in negative ways towards the husband, which he then reacts to, which then she reacts to, et cetera, et cetera. So that was my first thought. The other one um, was that, um, again, the idea that the father is there helping out um, and and feeling a part of the entire process might allow him to not feel like, oh, now I don't matter, I don't count, um, I'm just being pushed aside. And again, that often, um, I don't know that the wife does it purposely, but um, will lead the husband to feel badly. And again, then he has some emotional reaction that's negative, and then she responds, and again, that dance occurs, just uh, the start point being different. So I think that there's a lot of benefit to him taking some time off. Right. I, I mean, yeah, I like that uh, that last example you gave because so often you hear one of the reasons is the child's born and then the mom has this responsibility of the new child, not that the dad doesn't, but <coughs> she becomes a primary caregiver, puts all of her time and effort into that, and then the father feels completely isolated and left out of this process. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if this starts from day one, the dad might have a better understanding of it. They might be more involved going forward because of that early involvement, et cetera, et cetera. So so, yes. Um, yes. And you know, one of the things that we talk a lot about is like, it doesn't matter a lot of times if couples are going in the right direction, so long as they're going in the same direction. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. seems to be what you're talking about here. Yes. Um, yes. Okay. So this is, um, my favorite part of the study. So they found that taking two weeks of leave or less is most likely to reduce the risk of relationship dissolution as couples were 29% less likely to end the relationships if the father took only one week of leave, whereas they were 25% less likely if they were to take two weeks of leave. So two weeks, the relationship was not in trouble, but uh, didn't have as good of a, a rate as if there was only one week. Um, why do you think one week was more effective than two? Okay. So the first thing I'm going to say, and I read the study, but I didn't see the stats on it, the statistics on it. I don't know that there is a significant difference between 25% and 29%. In other words, when you look at the number, clearly 29 is bigger than 25. And so you'd say, wow, you got a better result from less time. But I don't know, um, when I say statistical significance, does it, is it, is it a big enough difference that you can really say it really is different? And again, from the study itself, I couldn't glean whether what they found was statistically significant. You know, the number may not be exactly the same, or you, you're not likely to find the exact same number, but it has to be different enough for you to say, yeah, you're better off taking only one week than taking two weeks. Right, right. Does, am I articulating that 
in a way that's making sense? Uh, I think so. Um, so I, I, while you were talking, I tried to do a little bit of math to kind of yeah. figure out like how many couples are we really talking about out of the 6,000 and it comes between 25% and 29%. And it was like a little over 200 mm-hmm. couples is what mm-hmm. we're talking about. Um, so if what, if I'm understanding you correctly, um, the, the, <clears throat> the margin there is the margin of error, uh, significant enough that you would prescribe one week instead of two. Correct. Yeah, that's a good way of putting it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I don't know. You know, right. I don't know if that's, you know, um, if it really has meaning. Okay. Yes, there's a difference, but does the is the difference different enough that it really has meaning that we could say to people, okay, take off time, dads, but only take off a week or a week and a half. Right, and it you know it'd be interesting also to know um, if. The, if there's some other factor that starts to come into play when it's two weeks as opposed to one, like, ah, is it the well? Paper? That's what I'm going to talk about. Ah. <laughs> I'm going to discuss that in just a moment. <laughs> okay, so I will skip okay. that. I, let okay. me move on to the next question. Okay. Then. Um, so then the next question. I'm so happy that we're on the same page. Um, <laughs> so w- one of the things that was a little bit more puzzling to me is that three weeks or more of leave was unrelated to relationship stability. So one week was good, two weeks was good, but not as good, apparently. And mm-hmm. then three weeks just showed no significant benefit. So okay. now I'm confused. So what So what are your okay. thoughts? Okay, so initially when I read that, I was confused also, but then I had to think about it a little bit and I had to look at some other factors. And one of the factors is that this is a study done in the United States. In the United States, men identify themselves by work. Mm -hmm. And it may very well be that after a week or two, they start feeling like they're not doing well enough at work or they have a um, responsibility and they may, uh, they should be getting, not may, they should be getting back to work. They feel guilty. You know, there may be some negativity to staying out more than the one week or two weeks because of that other, um, you know, job, their real job, so to speak, calling to them. Mm -hmm. And so that might wash out any of the benefits that they were getting by staying out the one or two weeks. That's the only thing that I could really come up with. Um, You know, well, although, wait, I I have another thought (laughs) that as I'm talking, I had another thought that Maybe at that point, um, there might be some, I, I don't want the, the Go ahead. people to shoot me. Go ahead. Maybe the husbands are getting overly involved mm. and um, sort of getting in the way. So that could end up really being a negative factor on the relationship. Um, can I, I'm, I'm going to throw, toss another one in there sure. for you. Sure. So, uh, I'll just say in, in the United States, if you get yes. three weeks of parental leave, that's, that's a pretty good gig. Like you have a pretty good yeah. job that's giving you three weeks of parental leave for, for the yeah. husband, you know, not, not so crazy for the wife, but still not the norm, I would say. Anyway, right. um, if you have that kind of a job where you're given three weeks, mm-hmm. uh, it's probably comes with a lot of responsibility. Yes. And the kind of people who would excel in the workplace to have that kind of a position, I'm also guessing 
um, are pretty serious individuals who take mm-hmm. the job pretty seriously. Mm-hmm. So again, I'm giving a total hypothetical scenario, but I can imagine a scenario where after three weeks, the pressure uh, and the responsibility of not being at the job for that long would start mm-hmm. to weigh on that person to, to the point to where they might start taking it out and feel resentful of mm-hmm. their absence from the job. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and then start taking it out on the wife, which would cause problems, which would just completely evaporate any of those benefits that we were previously talking about. Yeah, I, I think, Steve, I, I like what you're explaining, and I think that you painted a more detailed picture of the first point I was making about men feeling a responsibility to their jobs. I, you know, I think yours is even a finer description of that very same point. So yeah, I totally agree with you. Yeah, (laughs) it is very specific as I was going through it. Um, And one of the things that they talked about as well is, um, to, to your point about the definite, like men defining um, their status within society through work and job, uh, it, it's interesting because we don't, again, we don't put that label on as as often on women, and we also know that women take a hit in the workplace. Yeah, uh, you know, often the parental tax or the birth tax or whatever you want to call it, because women will take a leave of absence for to raise their newborn. Uh, and care for the newborn and, you know, make sure that it survives. Uh, whereas men don't have that same, uh, societal responsibility put on them. And then when women come into the work back into the workplace, they have lost that opportunity to promote and, uh, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So, um, it's just, I just wanted to point that out as to when you describe men doing the identification, to kind of explain like why there's a difference in the gender and they were, they touched on it in a roundabout way. in this study, I thought by identifying the, the tax that women face. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you want to say anything, something else before I move on? Okay. Okay. So, um, the, as I mentioned, they looked at the status of these relationships after six years out. Um, do you think these numbers would or will be different uh, 18 years out? Hmm. Interesting question. Um, if all variables remain the same, mm-hmm. which is hard, you know, I'm hard pressed to think that they would. But if all variables remain the same, I would say yes, mm-hmm. because if they've established good parenting together, and they've done this as partners, and they understand each other, um, and they have this good foundation, and it continues, then I think that, yes, you know, it it lasted six years. I don't see any reason it wouldn't continue. Um, I would presume that there might be more children, and that the father will take, again, a leave Mm. of absence. But, you know, once you have good habits and you reinforce them and they continue and the only thing that's going to happen from that is you're going to get more of it. So, yeah, as again, as long as there's nothing uh, really different uh, that takes over uh, that would change things, I would say yes. Mm, okay. Yeah. No, that seems totally reasonable to me. Um, so, Do you think so? I 
I do. Yeah. I like I, too, I I mean I I'm I'm just trying to play devil's advocate here, but I really can't think of a reason why it would change after 18 years. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. because I it's kind of like um <coughs> excuse me. It's kind of like relationships in general where you talk about the seven year itch and everything. By seven years you you to your point you've established those habits. Mm-hmm. Um and so I don't yeah, I I I agree. Yeah. Okay. Um <laughs> You know, we, you know, we we have mentioned a couple times, you know, in the United States. Um, mm-hmm. So this gets me to public policy because um, I would just say most first world nations offer parental leave, um, just in large. Uh, but the U.S. is an outlier in this. We don't have a federal parental leave policy. Mm-hmm. So um, the. The U.S. pushes so much money on other social issues, and we know that they have um, put millions and millions of dollars in strong um, family bonds uh, over the years. Um, Do you think this parental leave is one way and one place that uh, the money could be well spent? Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, let's think about the domino effect here. So if... This let's say that it works. The the mother doesn't get resentful. The father doesn't get resentful. They now have a good marriage. Out of that good marriage, you've got children that are being brought up in a home where the parents are serving as a good model. They're providing a good home life for their children. Now we're producing children. Um, that are feeling good and are growing in a healthy environment and therefore becoming productive, healthy citizens. So absolutely, I think it is, um, would be money well spent. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, again, I'm going to throw one more in there for you. Uh, Go ahead. For those, <laughs> if, if this is offered to both parents, not mm-hmm. just the mother, uh, mm-hmm. y- you would... Less have I, I think if if the the fathers actually took the time, uh, the tax that women face would be less because now men would step out of the workplace as equally as women do, and so mm-hmm. that discrepancy wouldn't appear. Uh, yes, them coming back into the workplace. So yes, that's a very good point. That's a very good point, and so that would do a lot for how a woman feels and how she then responds back in the home. And you know, it, it to me, there's a lot of residual kinds of emotional um, benefits. It's not just a matter of dollars and cents. So. You know, as you said, if the woman is going to be able to come back into the workforce and uh, be better off than she is presently, um, that again is going to have a much better impact overall in the family. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, so I, I absolutely think it's well well spent money. Yeah, and and uh, for those who've been listening for a long time, know that um, I did a lot of business reporting. Uh, in, in my background. And so like, I'm, I'm super in tune to the, the dollars and cents side of this thing. And, um, women now make up over 50% of the workforce They're at like 51% of the workforce now. Uh, mm-hmm. so imagine, uh, that they make equal amounts of money for the same work that men do right now. They're making, uh, I want to say, I think it's like 79, 80 cents 
to the dollar of a man mm. for the exact same job. Mm. So if more women are in the workforce and they made equal amounts of money, like think of the added income or I suppose, I mean, it would just be more, a, a better distribution of income to families in general if women were making the same amount of money. Um, you know, I don't know which way the, the, the table would tilt if men would start making less so that women make equal or if women would make more to make up the difference. But um, I think that would be an interesting side effect as well. Indeed. Not to mention that it would make women feel like they were finally being treated as equals. But that's a whole other Right, right, right. But I really do love the long game that you mentioned about kids being raised in these stable, loving, caring homes. Like that is, it's like, we just know there's just so much positive, beneficial research uh, to that kind of an environment and upbringing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Okay, Karen, this was fun. Did you have anything you wanted to, to, to add on to this today? Um, well, the only thing, but it really has, it doesn't have to do with parental leave, is, um, you know, that men should try to help out as much as they can, uh, because I think it goes a long way for a woman not feeling depleted physically at first, and for her feeling like she has a partner, and for women to be cognizant that uh, there is another parent, that it's not just her. In other words, you know, don't don't make the father now feel like he doesn't belong uh, to a family. Right. Um, so I think you know, just keeping aware of those factors will be something that will ha- enhance the relationship, regardless of whether the father takes a leave or not. Gotcha. Yeah. No, that's great. I love that. Um, and with that, we will we'll use that as the uh, the ending here. So thank you so much, Karen. It is always a pleasure. Thank you. And uh, I do want to remind you before you go that you have been listening to Dr. Karen Sherman, who is a practicing psychologist and relationship and lifestyle issues for over 30 years. Karen is the author of Mindfulness and the Art of Choice, Transform Your Life. Karen is the co-author of Marriage Magic, Find It, Keep It, and Make It Last. Uh, As I mentioned at the top, you can find this information at her website, drkarensherman.com. And of course, you can find this information on our website, hitchedmag.com, where you will find uh, the entire archive to our 500 plus podcast episodes, uh, thousands of articles available to you, a newsletter and more. So hopefully you check that out if you haven't done so already. And with that, we are going to wrap it up. Until next time, take care, everybody. Top of the world tonight.